you know what we've asked our listeners what their favorite book of the bible is guys maybe we should start off by by engaging with the same question so peter what is your favorite book of the bible and why sure I'm, i think i'm gonna be that guy when someone asks on facebook if there's a good book about a certain topic you always have that someone who co- quotes or comments the bible <laughs> like the whole bible <laughs> the whole bible yeah and, <laughs> no, just i think um i think right now my my favorite book is probably ecclesiastes um yes. it's a book i've been spending a lot of time with i think the last two years years maybe more uh just appreciate the amazing worldview the realistic biblical worldview that solomon transplants to to the well for us as new testament believers those who trust in christ and how we live in a genesis free world um how we are to engage with this world as believers and how the the only meaning and joy that any person can have is to obey god fear god keep his commandments fast trust in Christ and him alone so yeah that's my, my it's a great answer. overview of the book of Ecclesiastes I, I made a I made a technical mistake when I preached through Ecclesiastes I think the book should be preached through slower than most people do it most people do it at a chapter a week uh, I, I don't think that you can get the fullness of uh, each logical thought of the author in one chapter a week so 12 weeks through Ecclesiastes but I did Ecclesiastes over two years which is I mean it wasn't quite 104 sermons because there's you know Easter breaks and and Christmas breaks in between but it was a very very long um, a sermon series and, and, and maybe I, I overdid it just a little bit um, as I think about it um, however one of the advantages is that you do get to really kind of deep dive and understand the book and uh, Peter I think you did a great um, I think you did a great overview uh, of the book of Ecclesiastes there yes you are that certainly is um, uh, that certainly is the authorial intent a great sermon series to listen through if you're not looking for Mark Penrith at Crystal Park Baptist Church because uh, that's where I preached it would be Joel James hmm. at Grace Fellowship yeah, I definitely. really enjoyed Joel James's um, uh, sermon series uh, through the book it was quite helpful to me and then online I'm just trying to remember uh, there's a particular author and um, Paul App commented on Ecclesiastes you can find his commentary on Ecclesiastes as a free download off his website or by going to Precept Austin Uh, that website has got the Paul Apple series and then William Barrick who is I think a professor at Bill Barrick Bill Barrick there you go William well William maybe it is Bill well Bill Bill Barrick um, he he actually was the bee's knees when it came to uh, prep I really enjoyed his commentary on the book also now um, I think I think he might have finished it by now, but on on YouTube, the founder's YouTube channel, Tom Askell, he did a a series through Ecclesiastes. I followed it about until halfway through until, you know, life just got busy, Uh, but it was brilliant. Very, very good. I also recommend Tom Askell. Look, and I, I would I would encourage people to read the book of Ecclesiastes more. It's it's kind of like the book of Proverbs, where mm. um, where we on the first read you think it's you know pithy sayings, but as you read it more and more, 
it comes closer and closer to home. It, it, it's, it's almost like a book that was written 2,000 plus years ago, <laughs> and yet it was written for 20, with 2023 hmm. in mind. That, that book is actually one of the books that the Lord used to lead me to salvation because wow. before I was a Christian, yes. I was very much interested in uh, what, what is called Stoic philosophy. Yes. Uh, it, it was at that time one of the world views or, or approaches to life that m- made the most sense to me. Yes. Um, but there was still a lot lacking. And then someone recommended I, I read Ecclesiastes. I didn't know it was part of the Bible. <laughs> I read it. Yeah. Um, and that book just contained and captured certain elements to life that I didn't know, but I, I knew something was missing within the Stoic worldview, this Greek philosophy. Yes. Um, and the Lord, I think, maybe used that as one of the first stepping stones to put me on this journey of reading the Bible and, and, and knowing Jesus. So. I love that book. It's very sentimental. Man, that's really <laughs> cool. I just see we've got a couple of uh, listeners uh, coming in on the conversation. So I, I want to say hello to Emmy, who's listening from uh, Nieuwe Begin, Gemeente, PPK, Newlands, Johannesburg. And my favorite book is Revelation, uh, after Dr. Monet de Beer wrote his book on Revelation, because I've begun to understand what it means and what we are waiting for till God comes back. Thanks very much for that uh, interaction, Emmy. And you're right the book of revelation is a wonderful book of the bible jesus is the winner the victorious champion of heaven returns i, I mean it's just it, it is it's fantastic and then glenn uh, morning mark and guests glenn from cfc johannesburg international listening on the radio and on the road working uh, my favorite bible version is csb the Christ, that would be the christian standard bible my favorite bible books are john and matthew happy new year's blessings you can't go wrong with the gospel gentlemen um yeah enjoy that uh, Jonathan, let me bring you in here. Um, favorite book of the Bible and why? So I was actually going to go with Ecclesiastes myself. <laughs> 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 but uh, for the reason that it really shows us our, our hopelessness apart from Christ and what that looks like in every every avenue and facet of life, the sense of uh, trying to, to shadow box and grasping off the, the wind and that sense of it being heavy uh, vapor, mm. you know, uh, Anything apart from Christ is that. Uh, there is no meaning. There's no sense to this. You're always going to be grasping at straws uh, apart from the hope and joy and, and meaning we have in Christ. Um, so, yeah, I was going to say, say Ecclesiastes myself. But no, but what's your second favorite? Yeah, now, now you uh, have to go with number two. <laughs> and that's where I thought that would go. And I find myself always tending towards, uh, as a second favorite, uh, the book of Whatever book I'm preaching through, it's just <laughs> you just uh, took mine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and isn't that a joy that uh, God's word is is it's, it's alive, it's active, it's, yes. it's powerful, and wherever we are in the Bible, there's there's just such joy there. Um, yes. So at the moment we we're busy preaching through Genesis, and that's that's just wonderful. Uh, is there a book of the Bible that you circle back to over and over again? Yeah, 1 Timothy for me has always mm. been a particular um, favorite as well. Um, you know, the sense of uh, what healthy churches look like. How do we contend with for the gospel in every avenue of life from, uh, you know, the proclamation to what do... How, what should our our structures look like? Our, our elders, our deacons, uh, uh, the, the the plurality in that, and how that that plays out into every 
avenue of the local church and the emphasis of the reality that we contend for the gospel. We wage the good warfare of the faith, and that's applicable not only to uh, a pastor but to all believers. Um, you know, and I think that's a beautiful picture because you can't make healthy disciples if your church isn't healthy. Okay. Um, yeah. No. So. Like that. Thanks, Jonathan. So, I, I mean, just very interesting. Ecclesiastes, obviously, a favorite book of mine. I've, I've really enjoyed Ecclesiastes. Uh, 1 Timothy, one of the first books that I preached through, um, trying to put down those kind of, uh, those understandings of biblical church leadership and, and the church when I was uh, planting uh, a very small community church at that stage. Um, and so, yeah, I, I see the value in both of those. And also the answer, whatever book I'm currently preaching through really does capture my heart and my mind but if there was one book that I circle back to over and over again it would be the book of Colossians Mm. and it would be the book of Colossians for two reasons the first is the presentation of Jesus in chapter one I I find it arresting I find it startling Um, it, it is just incredible to me that the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form in Jesus Christ our Lord and our Savior um, I, I, I love this this picture of Jesus this mighty um, transcendent and glorified picture of Jesus it gets me excited and then I think that Paul's practical wisdom in the second half of the book is just um, Again, it's so useful to laugh. It's it it speaks to my heart. I've enjoyed it. I've taught it a number of times in Bible study. I've preached a series through it. Again, I've preached far too long <laughs> through the Book of Colossians. <laughs> I, I I've 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 started to get a little bit faster in my preaching series, um, so that I don't miss the forest for each individual tree leaf, <laughs> rather than just individual trees. Um, but yes, certainly did enjoy the Book of Colossians and would commend that. How do you get into a book like Genesis? So somebody listening on the radio now goes, hmm, Jonathan's favorite book is Genesis. How would you suggest that they read through the book of Genesis? From beginning to end. (laughs) (laughs) Pace yourself Uh, one sitting, what's it, 50 chapters? I think there's value in both because if you you do it in one sitting, you get this this broad sweep of of what God is doing throughout the book. But if you you slow it down chapter a day, two chapters a day, you're getting into the specifics because it really is a book that is, is so rich in terms of uh, you know the themes of blessing beginnings uh, yes. everything that that plays out in the book and you get a broad sweep um, as you uh, read through the book uh, in, in one sitting and the, the picture of how that comes as a, as a blessing to, to all mankind through this anticipated uh, savior but if you slow down as well you, you see how that's highlighted and how that's accented from, from chapter to chapter uh, I'd highly recommend though uh, jump uh, just to give a, a good overview of it jumping in in chapter one uh, looking at the blessing in, in verse 28 of uh, be fruitful and multiply and then coming to Jacob uh, on his deathbed in chapter 49 one chapter before it closes looking yes. at how now he's he's blessing his sons uh, one by one and and through Judah there's this anticipating anticipated Messiah uh, through which um, all mankind is to be blessed and it's, it's just a wonderful mm. uh, picture of how uh, God's plan of salvation has been from the beginning and what an encouragement that is to to us as believers this has been uh, this has been God's plan uh, from the very beginning so chap- 
chapter one and chapter 49 as a book end to the whole book uh, as an overview and then jump, jump in, in. Yeah. yeah and jump in and just just take in all the the richness that that is um another another option for reading through the book of genesis is to read 1 to 11 as a unit and then read the four patriarchs um yeah. abram isaac jacob joseph um and uh and cover each one of those in their sections uh, yeah. so mm. that you get that full kind of narrative thought and you and uh, uh, yeah a five-day reading plan a, a great <laughs> source that i discovered on genesis and, and maybe you know about it is by a scholar a jewish scholar named robert alter he, he has his own he, he translated um, his own version of the, the Pentateuch and what I appreciate about his translation especially some of his footnotes is his, his translation is focused on trying to be you know true to, to, to the literature but he also tries and bring out some of the, the poetic elements that mm -hmm. we lose in translations like for example certain rhythms and rhymes that is in that you find in the Hebrew text that you miss in, in English and not just for the beauty sake of it but that's important as well but also how, how some of these poetic elements uh, point to certain emphasis that, mm -hmm. that the writer is making uh, so I, I bought myself a copy of, of his translation of, of the books of Moses and that has been such a blessing being able to read Genesis um, especially because uh, a lot, uh, also he did the Psalms but the, the, the poetic pieces of mm -hmm. the Old Testament from someone who, who he's fluent in, in both ancient Hebrew and modern Hebrew mm. and he's, uh, he's, he's highly accredited in, in English literature so he has an appreciation for the, the literature itself yes. and that's something I, I love I, I appreciate that so the book of Colossians the best commentary that I read was was an anti right commentary oh, and the yes. reason why I enjoyed it the reason why it was the best commentary for it wasn't because of Pauline perspective or anything like that we can get into that another another session but but N.T. Wright pointed out something that I hadn't observed in the Greek text before, and that was uh, a, a form of Hebraic prose mm. that was the whole way through the book of Colossians. After I saw that, um, I started noticing that just these elements of poetic prose all over the mm. New Testament in the epistles. Um, probably my favorite translation that captures that in its essence would be the Christian Standard Bible, which was actually mentioned a little bit earlier. But the Christian Standard Bible in the New Testament captures um, elements of, of song and, 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 and italicizes it and, and kind of sets it in the same way that they do the Psalms. Very, very helpful. So, I mean, an example would be Colossians 1, 15 to what, 23, that, 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 that kind of, um, what, what might be a hymn declaring the glory of Christ, but just the way that the hymn is laid out, it seems very Hebraic in nature. Um, and certainly do enjoy accessing the, the literary side um, of the books, yes. 